What's going on, Readout community? Hey, it's Jake Welchens here today, and we're recording this podcast for the first time ever to put it on Instagram. So if you're tuning in on Anchor or Apple Music or whatever you're tuning in on, Spotify, thank you for being here. You can also check out the video on my Instagram at Jake Welchens, and uh, would love for you guys to stop by, give us a follow there. That's where we're going to post most of the Readout stuff. And so without further ado, I'm excited to give the first recorded version of the Readout podcast. And this one's really special to me. 2020 has been and will be one of the most impactful years of our lives. That's the truth. It's going in the history books for many, many different reasons. And it's been a roller coaster of year. But these books that we're talking about today have turned this roller coaster into a rocket ship of personal and leadership growth. I'm so excited to share these with you today. So stay tuned for the top five books I read in 2020. For those of you who are new here today, welcome to the Readout Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Welchens. And for the past 10 years, I've been helping young leaders reach their potential. At Readout, our belief is that to lead out, you have to read out. And to read out means to read well and to read broadly. Almost every great leader in history has been a reader. And I wholeheartedly agree with Margaret Fuller when she said, today a reader, tomorrow a leader. Reading is not optional in leadership. It's not the side dish, it's the main course. And in order to become a great leader, you have to dig in. But here's the problem. We here at Readout know that in this day and age, time and energy, it's hard to come by. My hope is to save you that time and energy and bring you reviews of the best books that can have an impact in your life right now. Then I want to teach you to get the most out of these books that you can become the leader you've always dreamed of being faster than you ever imagined. Our dream is to create a movement of young adults passionate about reading and dangerously effective at leading. Thank you to everybody who's sharing this on social media. We definitely need your help building this movement, and I'm so grateful you would take the time to share this with the people around you. It really means a lot to me, so thank you for sharing. For the next couple of weeks, we're going to spend some time using an incredible leadership tool, reflection and preparation, with some standalone episodes designed to make 2021 your best year ever. I think Soren Kierkegaard nails it when he says this, life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Isn't that true? It's one of the great paradoxes of life. In order to live forward in an intentional way, we need to take time to understand the past. In my past years, I used to think that experience alone was enough to help me grow. But I've come to learn that this is not true at all. You can live at 100 miles per hour, taking on as much experience as a human can, and grow very little. Why is that? It's because you're missing a key ingredient. Experience doesn't equal growth. Experience plus evaluation equals growth. If we don't take time to reflect on life, we stunt our growth. We're unable to see life clearly and to make the adjustments necessary to reach our full potential. Today, I want to share with you a quick tool to evaluate your life. And it's a series of questions you can ask yourself based on Michael Hyatt's full focus curriculum. I highly recommend it. These simple questions have changed my life and they'll improve your life as well. I've worked them into a weekly routine where I spend time thinking, evaluating, and implementing them into my weekly schedule. But you can use them on any time scale you can think of, daily, 
weekly, monthly, yearly. They'll help you a ton. So check these questions out. They'll change your life. Number one, best questions for reflection. What were three to five major accomplishments you achieved this past week? Do you stop to celebrate the wins in life? I know I don't naturally do this. Most weeks, I could easily move past what was successful as I move on to accomplishing more the week after that. We have to learn to enjoy the ride in life. Life is not all about the future. I know this can be very hard for leaders to hear, but it's much better when we can stop and celebrate the wins in our lives often. Enjoy the wins, soak them up, and let them encourage you to keep making progress. Question number two, what were the top three priorities of last week? Bring your priorities from last week to mind. This is the beginning of integrity and progress as you evaluate how you did on what you set out to accomplish. First step, know what you were aiming for. I like three priorities. It's the perfect balance of not too much and not too little. I think it's just right. I would recommend three. I probably wouldn't go much over that. I think if you went less, that would probably be fine. Question number three for reflection. How far did you get on your top three priorities last week? Now take those priorities that you just evaluated and evaluate how far you got on them percentage-wise. This will help you evaluate your week and see if you were successful in following and achieving your priorities. I think this is so key. Question number four, what worked and what didn't? This is a simple question, but I love it. Someone once said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. This is true, but who hasn't done this? I mean, everyone does the same thing over and over again. We just may not evaluate that. This question slices through that insanity and gets us motivated to change as we begin seeing the roadblocks and inefficiencies in our lives uh, that we need to address. And I think this question is so key. Question number five, what will you keep, improve, start, or stop doing? Which of those things are you going to start doing? Take those questions above, and now you get to make some real progress and think through what to do next. I especially love the improve question. It's helped me fine-tune ideas that were good but not great. And that's where we're aiming for. And the last question you can ask yourself to be an excellent reflector is this. What are your top three priorities for next week? We knew our priorities for last week. Now, what are the top three or one or two that you're going to focus on for next week? Now you've evaluated well, you can set three effective and game-changing priorities that are bound to put you on the path to success. Reflection. It's the killer leadership tool that no one talks about. Value the skill and take your game to the next level. Today, I'm excited to bring this practice to my reading in 2020. Every year, I like to evaluate book, what books had the biggest impact on me, which ones did I enjoy the most, and why. And wow, I got to be honest, despite 2020's best efforts, I read some books that truly left a lasting impression and took me to the next level in my leadership. And they can for you in 2021 as well. We'll be right back with book number one. Without further ado, here are the top five books I read in 2020. Number one, The Warmth of Other Suns by Isabel Wilkerson. I absolutely loved this book. This book rocked me. I picked it up on a whim and was not ready for the adventure and tragedy that was about to unfold as I turned the pages. It's a true story, and when you pick up this book, you'll have the privilege of following the lives of three Southern black Americans who left the South during Jim Crow for a better land, whether that's the North or all the way as far West as California. 
it's wonderfully written by Isabel Wilkerson. Amazing author. She faithfully captures the personalities, trials, and life stories of these three wonderful people. I can't recommend it enough. I found myself growing in empathy and understanding as I turned every page. Right now, it's the number one seller for black history on Amazon. And here's what's so great about Isabel Wilkerson. She lets the facts and stories speak for themselves. They convict you as she tells a wonderful story, truly a wonderful read, and one I'd recommend to any American to more fully understand our story as a collective people. It's such a great read. Number two on the top five books I read in 2020, No Limits, Blow the Cap Off Your Capacity by John Maxwell. Here's the deal. I thought I had John Maxwell figured out. I've been a reader of his for years. I've studied his work. I know his philosophy on leadership and love. But when I, when I started seeing him releasing a book this year, I balked. And here's why. He's over 70. And I started telling myself, what else can John Maxwell offer? I was like, he's 70, he's you know over the hill. Can he really bring anything new to the table? And boy, was I wrong. You know what caught me off guard was that this was his best, most relevant book that I've read of his, and I've read many. I was stunned. John Maxwell is the hero of personal growth and improvement, and he bleeds that onto these pages as he helps you remove the limitations in your life. You can check out last week's podcast to learn more about this book, but he's one of my heroes, and I can truly say after reading this book, I'm done doubting his potential as an older leader. Do yourself a favor, don't be a doubter like me, and pick this one up now. Top five books of 2020, book number three, The Return of the King by J.R.R. Tolkien. Man, this is an incredible book. This one's near and dear to my heart. In the midst of the initial spring, summer quarantine, and panic of COVID, we were all searching for ways to cope with the pain. We were all looking for different ways to do that. It's just where we went. Uh, one way I looked to do just that was by immersing myself in some fiction. Now, I'm not really a fiction guy. Just take a, a quick look at my ratio on Goodreads. You'll see that I read mostly nonfiction, biographies, things like that. That's what I love. Uh, but at the time, I picked up this book and the other Lord of the Rings books, and I just needed to escape for a little bit. Here's what was going on. COVID slammed the country. My job had just taken a huge shift into new territory and the mountains in Tucson were literally on fire in one of the biggest wildfires in Arizona history. I mean, it was crazy. So that's when I decided it was time to pick up Lord of the Rings and read it all. Now, most fiction books have a problem. I readily admit that. And that's that the original is almost always better than the sequels. I was wrong with Lord of the Rings. The Return of the King is a treasure of a book. So beautifully written, so engaging, so deep, so rewarding. And if you're looking for meaningful fiction, which will leave you better off on the other side, look no further than Lord of the Rings, especially The Return of the King. I left satisfied in a way that's hard to explain and so much better off for the journey. You will too. Number four, top five books of 2020. The Splendid in the Vile by Eric Larson. Man, this one was right up my alley and I needed it. On a slightly related note, um, have you ever picked up a true story that gripped you like the most impactful page turner? I mean, the most uh, addictive fiction. Some of you might have. Well, if you're looking for a book like that, look no further than The Splendid in the Vile by Eric Larson. Before the U.S. entered World War II, Great Britain was largely alone on the Western front of the war. Germany was demolishing opposing nations in Europe at an incredibly fast rate. And before long, 
No one was left standing. This book details Britain and its great leader, Winston Churchill, one of the darkest episodes in history as Germany sought to destroy the country physically and psychologically through brutal warfare. It's a story of resilience, courageous leadership, and unbelievable fortitude. If you'd like those words to describe you, look no further than The Splendid and the Vile by Eric Larson. It grew me a ton as a story. And last but not least, these are in no particular order. Uh, top five books of 2020. Number five, Atomic Habits by James Clear. You guys have heard me talk about this one. In fact, we did a podcast on this book at the beginning of this podcast. If you want to check it out, check out the book that destroys mediocrity. So good. And for good reason, I picked this book. I've rarely read a book that has resulted in instantaneous growth like Atomic Habits. James Clear collects years of experience and boils it down to the essence of building strong habits. I've read many books on habits, but none have stuck like James's book. I think it's because his methods just really work. It's that simple. They're easy to implement, easy to understand, and result in major traction as far as building dominant habits goes. I've applied it constantly in 2020, and to be honest, it might just have been my saving grace for redeeming a year as crazy as 2020 was. I hope you will all buy this book. It's in so many different languages. And let it accelerate you on your path to becoming a dangerously effective and disciplined leader. It did that for me in spades. And it'll do the same for you. Those are my top five books I've read this year. And I've never been more grateful for skillful authors and great leaders than I was as I navigated 2020 and all of its challenges. These books redeemed 2020 for me. And I think they'll do the same for you. I want to say something real quick as we close. Uh, we've been getting asked how we how uh, you can best support the podcast. Here's what I'll say. An easy way to support the podcast is to use the link in the show notes or description to buy this book. We want to add value to you all. That's what we're all about. And so if you'll click that link and buy the book, uh, which we're always going to include in every episode to make sure you're getting the right version. Uh, here's what's awesome about this process. You'll get a great book at no extra cost to you. And we'll get a portion of the proceeds to help us bring the con this content to you every single week. I mean, you might as well build that incredible book collection while supporting a great cause, right? That's what I say. Now, I love a good hard copy, but I get through many books via audiobooks on Audible. That's how I do a ton of books. In fact, I think we just crossed the 100 bookmark on Audible. Uh, I get through these Audible books when I'm biking, working out, etc. If this is more your bag, if you feel like you'll get through more books this way, our friends at Audible have a deal for you that they're offering to us right now. Uh, right now, they'll give you 30 free days of Audible Plus and up to two free audiobooks if you click the link in our episode description. I remember getting those incredible but expensive Harry Potter audiobooks for free when I first signed up, and I was hooked for life. A pro tip. Uh, go ahead and get the two free books. Even if you cancel your subscription, you keep your account and you'll have access to the books forever. So you're basically getting two free books, no risk at all. So there you go. Check it out in the description, show notes. Uh, you'll find the link to that those two free books in there. We've got some exciting things in store for you all over the next couple of weeks. Coming up the rest of December, we're going to be releasing some more podcasts, some great books that will make 2021 your best year ever, as well as books I'm excited to give you to launch into 2021, ready to make some change. So get ready for next week. We look forward to being with you next week. And as always, this is your host, Jake Welchens. And I want you to remember life's too short for bad books. Here's my ask. 
If there's someone out there who you think would benefit from this podcast, please share it. Let's build this thing together. We need your help. To connect or see what I'm reading right now, follow me on my Instagram at Jake Welchens or my Goodreads profile at www.goodreads.com slash Jake Welchens. This podcast is brought to you by the Launchpad Podcast Collection and performed and written by myself, Jake Welchens. Podcast production by the one and only Logan Bonjean. See you next time on Readout.